Welcome to Soul of a Truck, a podcast about the band The Killers, the podcast on the internet that has a guy named Michael and a guy named Spencer talking about the band The Killers every week for the foreseeable future. I'm your host, Spencer Polio, and with me, as always, is the other host, Michael Nance. Oh, so now I'm the other host. Well, yeah. I mean, would you rather be the co-host? Yeah, I guess that's not better. That's not much better. Yeah. Anyway. You know, being the other host, it you know, it makes us so we're we're equals. Okay. Yeah. You know, the, also the here's I'm number one, Spencer Polio, and here's number one A, Michael Nance. No, no. Also number one. Also number one. I'm your host, Stanky, and here's the other guy, Michael. Stanky. Stanky, too. (laughs) Off to a fucking great start, as always. Yep. That's why people listen. I don't know what it was about last week. I I went and re-listened to it, and man, I was so fucking tired last week. I was just in complete zombie mode. And then this week, I was like, I was thinking to myself, you know what? I'm going to be well-rested for the pod. So I took a nap beforehand and I immediately slept through the alarm I set for the nap. And now I am a big old pile of grogginess. So, oh, man, what's the what's the deal, Spencer? I don't know, man. I'm just like big time drowsy. So I just need to be the energy. Yeah. You're was, the, I, was I did I have enough energy last uh, week? You did, but it took you a minute. Yeah. I mean, I was also really tired last week, so it's amazing that we made it through. Yeah, no, but. We, yeah, I mean, shit, last week's episode would have been like six hours long and the last, you know, four hours would have just been us snoring, you know? Oh, God. Now that's prime pod stuff. Soul of a nap. Soul of a nap. I was starring Spencer Polio, who's always sleepy. I'm not always sleepy. I've just been sleepy the last few days. What's the deal? You're not getting any sleep or too many killer strikes? Just listen to too many killers tracks. That's right. Uh, well, Plus, last man. week we uh, last week we did inventory at work, so it kind of kicked my ass. Mm, I feel that inventory day sucks. Any place that has to do inventory, it sucks. Yeah, I mean, I had to. I mean, it's last week kicked my ass so bad. I I ended up not finishing editing last week's episode until the Saturday before we released it. Wow. Which, you know, is like completely unheard of for me. I usually am done within like, you know, 48 hours of recording because it, it's not a lot of editing, quite frankly. No. There's, it's it's no. basically just edit out the really long periods of silence, not all of them, just the really long ones. And then every time you cough or I cough or I'm my chair makes a weird noise. You know, or but like, that's pretty much it because sometimes you don't even edit out the period, the long periods of time which you are googling things. Yeah, I mean, I edit where those, it's like, oh those, yeah, I saw this thing earlier today, and now I cannot find it for the life of me on my YouTube history. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean that that happens too, and so we, and so the point is, there's not a lot of editing that fucking goes on, and it still took me till. It still took me a week to get around to editing this fucking shit show. So I did last week's episode ended up actually getting edited. I did get to, 
you know, listen to the whole thing all the way through. But quite frankly, it didn't get good until about 40 minutes in. So if you skipped last week's episode and you're listening to this one, go to about 35 minutes and just start listening there. And it'll probably be like slightly better. But it's all it takes is a, it's a slow. Th- it's like cooking up a baked potato in the oven. It's going to take. Oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Have you ever cooked a baked potato in the oven, Spencer? It takes for fucking ever. I don't really like baked potatoes, if you really want the truth. Wow. Oh, man. Almost 10 minutes in the episode, and Spencer's already got the hottest takes. I mean, I prefer... I Look, dude. How do you prefer your potatoes? Mashed every day of the week. Oh, I mean, mashed potatoes are iconic. Don't get me wrong. I love potatoes in almost all forms, so you really can't go wrong feeding me a potato. Do you like... Scalloped potatoes. Scalloped potatoes are all right. Same thing like uh, au gratin potatoes. They're a tan of potato. It's okay. Tater. I'm a big fan of of mashed. I'm a big fan of baked. I'm a big fan of twice baked. I'm a big, big fan of French fries. Do you like three times baked? What about four times baked? Quad baked. Quad baked. That's where you, that's where you bake a potato. Then you scoop Mm -hmm. out all the potato goo. Yeah. Right. Mix it with some shit. Put it uh-huh. back into the potato shell. Mm-hmm. Bake it again. Then you take the mm-hmm. whole thing out of the oven. You batter dip it and then you deep fry it. That sounds awesome. And then you put it into a casserole and cover it in cheese and bake it a fourth time. Holy shit. I made that up, by the way, but, you know, I know you, you made that up. I know there's not really a quad baked potato. But well, now there fucking is. Good. Yeah, right. I want it. OK, Spencer, you got to make it for me now. Now that you've made it. Now that you've made it in my mind, I want it in my mouth. Welcome to Soul of a Truck, a podcast about the culinary arts of making insane shit with potatoes. Yeah, it basically became epic meal time there for a second. And that's okay. I mean, we're bringing you guys right back to 2009 YouTube. We should try to get, I don't know, are EMT, are, the, are those guys fucking canceled? I have no idea. I haven't I, kept up with them at all. I feel like the Epic Mealtime guys should should have been canceled for something. Like, mm. they had the exact, like, dude Demeanor. bro energy yeah. to have yes. gone and said some slurs or... Right. You know, or something like misogynistic. Exactly. Their lust, like, their lust for bacon was a dead giveaway. Yeah. <sighs> fucking bacon. I love bacon, but like for fuck's sake, people, y'all got to chill. Yeah. Bacon. Don't get me wrong. Bacon is incredible. I love it. But but it's know. not the greatest food that exists on this planet. And I'm not one of those people that's obsessed with bacon, but I'll do, I do love. It. Yeah. I mean, like the I think my favorite version of that shtick is. You know, my overall health greatly declined the moment I realized I could buy bacon whenever I wanted. I okay. This is now two out of three weeks that Spencer has said something that was on like a boomer t-shirt. And I'm getting worried. I'm getting worried about you, Spencer. I feel like you're like a a shadow boomer. That's from XKCD, dude. XKCD is a hundred percent not boomer. Wow. It's not, oh damn. I, I just feel like that that would be okay. It might have come from XKCD, but they probably and they being. I mean, it know, was it, it was written like a chart, like a like a like a graph. You know, it's like time, my overall health. 
and it the just, way you it okay, so the way that XKCD did it is better because it's a much more subtle joke yes. than seeing it on a T-shirt in like Comic Sans. My health started declining the moment I realized I could buy bacon whatever I wanted. I, I, feel, I feel like I feel like that's not something a boomer would say. I don't I don't know. You don't know that I, that strikes me as some extra shit. But like I said, we're, we're, that, oh, we're it's it, either way. It's like a tactless like, OK, I've given up on humor and now I just say the dumbest shit on T-shirts, you know, that's where that's, you've reached that fair. level. That's fair. That's fair. Did you you can't tell me you can't see that on a T-shirt. No, no, no. I, I, I can see that on the T-shirt. <laughs> and remember, what two weeks ago you said, if I'm over forty and nothing hurts, you're dead. That right? actually was said by my grandparents, who are boom. Uh, they're not boomers either. They're the one before. They're the greatest generation, the lost generation. They're yeah, I think they're the lost generation. They're like the between times. Like they're too young to have fought in the war. But they're too old to be boomers. Okay. Gotcha. So they were just born while other people were fighting the war. Yeah, because my, my grandparents were like 12 during WW2. Okay. You know, so and so and um, I think of boomers as exactly like after the war, since, you know, they're. Baby, yeah, there was a boomer. baby boom when all these dudes came back from World War II. Yeah, two. they just, they were just, it's time for some fucking. Yeah, that that was the war, that was the post-war motto. Yeah, it's time for some fucking. They came back, you know, and they were like. <laughs> what if that's the motto for World War Three? We were, <laughs> Jesus. And then World they, War Three. it's time, it's time for, for some, some fucking. fucking. No. No, they got back that and they were awesome. like, it we've been be surrounded awesome. by like hairy, shirtless, naked men for, you know, the duration of our tour. And it's time for some, some, some time with the ladies and yeah. our, you know, overall, you know, look how heteros. And then they fucked a lot because they were greatly compensating for, you know, the, you know, large portion of them that probably maybe not. We're into, you know, we're kind of enjoying the whole being with men thing. You know, you know, Definitely. What you know what I'm implying? Definitely. I, I 100%. I've seen White Christmas. Yeah. What I'm saying okay. is a lot of them were closeted people. And there's nothing wrong with that. But how did we get here? How did we get here 11 minutes into this episode? Because of their closeted nature. World War they II went, veterans are closeted went, gay men. I mean, why not? Wouldn't you like, like if you were, if you were, if you were gay and you mm -hmm. were in the war, you know, you would already be happy. Dude, it'd be pretty sweet. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Just like all these dudes and all the time. And you're just like, dang, wow. We're just going to offend everybody this week. You know, when my overall health declined, Michael, when, when, when I realized I could buy Capri Sun whenever I wanted. Do you really drink that much Capri Sun? No, but I, I joke about how much Capri Sun I drink. And a, and a more appropriate way to phrase that for you, Spencer, that would be more steeped in reality would be my overall health decline when I realized I could buy a Yoohoo whenever I want. Oh, fuck. Yeah. I love Yoohoo. Yeah, that is that is a true fact. I legitimately fucking love Yoohoo. Yeah, nobody doesn't think you don't love Yoohoo 
after hearing you lust for it live on pod. It's so good though. It's chocolate drink. It's pretty good. It's Don't chocolate water. It's like, no, it's terrible. It's stupid as hell, but it's delicious and I love it. <laughs> so, is, okay. So, You Who is so wonderful, wonderful is the You Who of Killers albums. It's the dumbest shit ever. So, so I do want to tell one story. Uh, Go ahead. So, this, this week, last week, I did, I was doing inventory at my work. And because I was doing so much inventory, a lot of the stuff we had to do is, um, oh God, this is actually a true story for once. I'm not just making a pun, although I was worried. Spoiler alert. It will result in the pun. Oh, sorry. Continue. So we were doing inventory and about six months ago, I processed a book order because I'm like the backroom guy at my job and I processed, um, an order of of books and i was like okay you know what we're gonna set this up so we don't have to print stickers for it it'll save us stickers and it'll save the people in the front time you know we'll just we'll just not print stickers anyway so inventory comes around and because we didn't print stickers uh the computer program that we use to check inventory doesn't actually read the isbn on books and so uh, <clears throat> we found out we couldn't uh, we had to print stickers for everything, which really fucking sucked. Yeah, that super sucks. Yeah. And so the people in the store, they were looking for uh, the cost of things all the time. In other words, Michael. Yeah. Because of my actions, everyone at my work was being a price fighter. Wow. I expected nothing and still I'm disappointed. I thought of that about 20 seconds ago. It's fine. Yeah, I figured you're just working on it over there. I don't know. There there are weeks when I come up with one that's like, you know, incredible. Like, Rub, why don't you take your love to town? Which legitimately I think might be my new favorite pun that we've done in recent memories. But then weeks like this, I'm just like, I just fuck up. That was a true story, though. I super fucked up. It was kind of sad. Oh, were you in trouble or was it just a pain in the ass? It was just a pain in the ass. Okay, that's always fine. I can live with that. So the song Prize Fighter" by the band The Killers. Yep. How do you feel about it, Michael? You know, this is a this would be considered a B-side, right? I think it's, it's not a, on the main album. You had to get the deluxe edition of uh, Battleborn to get this song. I mean, I had it. So I, I, th- I guess I had the deluxe edition of Carverse Horse, but. Let me look up the actual info on this song. I'm pretty you, sure this would be considered a B-side. Yeah, I, no. I don't think this is on the main album. This is considered a, this is technically a B-side. It is okay. song 15 on 
the man versus horse on car versus horse, not man versus horse. Why would a man fight a at. horse? This is where I'm at. This is where I'm at today. Guys. Come on, Michael. Car versus horse. I've said it a million times on this podcast and I still got it wrong. Car versus horse. Yeah. Song but, 15, prize fighter. Here's my opinion. It's actually a pretty good song. I actually like this song. Uh, it's for, especially since it's a B side. So, you know, it didn't even make the band's cut of songs on, and I can totally understand why. I, it's one of those B-sides that I actually like, and I appreciate the musicality of it, but it I can understand why the band cut it. But why, it, Michael? It I like it. I just I kind of like the chorus, and I like that they brought back the Samstown horns. And there's a I mean, this is a very horny song. There's there's they they pack it with horns and Without spoiling the pod, how many other songs on what on Battleborn feature a brass section? I mean, it's not. This is not real brass. This is keyboard horns, dude. Right. Absolutely. Uh, okay. An I, ivory brass section. I think. I think I saw the ivory brass section at South by like four years God ago. Damn it, <laughs> dude. That's a sick band name, and you fucking know it. Ivory brass section is a sick band name. Don't get me wrong, but that joke is. Uh, is like a part of my nightmares at this point. <laughs> I see a fucking machine elf in a DMT trip and I'm like, oh, what is the meaning to life and all things? And he's like, I think I saw a meaning in life and all things. I'm like, you goddamn <laughs> bitch. <laughs> Not even safe here. I gotta hear that joke here too. I mean, it got so bad that like my roommate did that joke the other day and I was just I, I was dumbfounded. It was one of the funniest fucking things I've ever heard, but I was so mad. Some there, even your roommate stealing your joke, Spencer, it's time to move on. No, no, you don't understand. Like if you hear amongst my friend groups, if, if people hear other people making that joke, they get mad at the other person making the joke because that's my joke. Yeah, you really have like co-opted it. It's definitely become your thing. I know it, it's it's 100% my thing. It's my favorite. It's it's like I said, there's just you're going to read the list off to me at my deathbed. I really am. And I'll have at least I don't know the numerical count of how many killer songs there are, but I'll have at least that many to rattle off to you. There's, there's been at least two per week, so you'll have twice as many as there are episodes. Jesus Christ. Yeah, no, it's, 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 it, it doesn't get better. I promise you. Well, all things considered, what are your opinions on the song prize fighter by the band, the killers? I love this song. It's, it's stupid and it's funny as hell. And it's, this is this is a very Brandon song. There's there's it definitely really there's definitely it's moments in the Brandon. song where you can hear Brandon like just rhyming things, which you know, to go back to a really, really old uh meme of the podcast, this is very Vogan poetry to me. Oh man, that's early. That's like the first episode shit. Yeah, like we 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 changed we killed that we killed that strategy we very that early, earlier. But Still, this song is very Vogan poetry. Well, although, you know, although granted, I, I, I will give it that it has a little bit of like consistency of thought and like imagery and whatnot. But it's still, I, yeah. 
I, I okay. I'll actually reference an earlier episode. Two episodes ago, when we had our wonderful special guest Josiah, he mentioned how he really likes uh, what "Read My Mind," where Brandon just lists off things that are Americana. Exactly, kind of get that vibe from this song. And I really do just want to make a killer, like a fake killer song. If anything, at one point during recording this podcast, you and I have to get together and record a fake killer song where there's like this extended part, even a verse, where we're just naming things from America that rhyme, you know, like cattle and the battle born state. (laughs) A hot dog stand, a loaded gun. Football and a chosen one, Jesus Christ and popcorn pie. I love basketball. I don't know why. It's that's the killer. That's a killer's trope. Submit your submit your read my mind by the band The Killers cover now. Send send your your covers to soul of a truck pod at gmail.com. And we'll whenever whenever we do the song Read My Mind by the band The Killers, we will we will play as many as we can. I'd also like to note, because someone asked me about this. Go. If you ever are listening to this podcast, and you could be listening to episode 15, because I I sure as shit don't remember what we did for episode 15. I bet Spencer doesn't either. Nope. If he does remember the song we did, I bet neither of us remember what we said at all. Yeah, I have I have no idea. Like you can bring it up and send us an email like we've asked you to do for anything. It doesn't have to be the most recent episode. You can send me some crazy shit that I said and be like, hey, is this still valid? And I'm like, hell yeah, I will comment on it and I will interact with it. Yeah, that's I the mean, way it goes, baby. Exactly. It's it's important that that everybody that we we, you know, hold ourselves to a standard that doesn't make any sense. There's no standard here. Exactly. This is a standard free podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but but anyway, um, it's like I don't know. This song definitely has sort of a like I think this has like a Beatles vibe, I guess. Yeah. The horns Definitely give it a Beatles vibe. That's that's where I associate keyboard horns. I think of There's that also, as like quintessential, you know, Beatles, like Sgt. Pepper's era Beatles. Yeah. Or big brassy horns. Yeah. There's there's a certain element to this, like, you know, when we get to the lyrics, we can go into it further, but where Brandon kind of has this like manic preacher type thing without saying the name of the band manic street preachers. It really is like a manic street preacher vibe where he's just like the band or just like a preacher that is manic in the street. Yeah. Like literally like a religious, a guy literal trying, like on the manic, like on the preacher. quad of a college campus trying to get people to convert to Christianity or whatever religion this guy's got where he's just shouting and it's like tr- it's fairly triumphant and stuff. And I, I do feel like the song has a lot of heart, heart, which is why I like it. But there it is kind of a mess as well. But 
that that doesn't necessarily make it a song that wouldn't be a great killer song. We've heard plenty of main album tracks that are just completely all over the place. Do you think do you think this song to to get a little bit ahead of us um because it is Brandon singing about a woman do we feel that this is so- this is song I'll be over here everybody. <laughs> do you feel that this song is about Tana, Brandon's wife. I'd say there's a, a a distinct possibility that I, this song is about Tana. I don't. I don't think she played for the Oakland A's though. What? I don't know. I, Tana I didn't play for the Oakland A's. That's a I, surprise. I haven't seen Moneyball in a while. I might be wrong. About that. <laughs> now batting for the Oakland A's, Tana Mangowski. Is that somebody is that- told me that you'd hit a home run, but not just a home run. It was probably a grand slam. That's her entrance music for the Oakland A's. Is that her last name? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's Munkowski. See, I, I don't know that. I just know that's it's Tana. Well, you also said this is song or some shit, so. <laughs> Guys, it's not it's not pod nerves here. This is really what it's like to talk with Spencer in real life. I mean, when I'm when I'm in this fucking mode, like I, I could say fucking anything, quite frankly. I'm I'm in uh, zombie Spence, eh? Zombs zo- undead Spence. Undead Spence. Old Stanky. Old did you say old stanky? Yep. <sighs> Just roll with it, you know. Anyway, so no, I I think that this song has a lot of really good moments, but I think we should stop talking about it and look at what Reddit has to say about it. Absolutely. I really want to know what they have to say. Okay, so first one is a thread by a fellow named XS Stacks Sathax. So facts, X S S facts. Yeah. Uh, it says prize fighter appreciation post, the most underrated killer song. I feel like we see one of these Reddit threads every week. Everybody's like, this is the most underrated song. And I'm like, dude, you, this is fucking human. It's not the most underrated killer song, but prize fighter. I can see why it would be underrated. It's a B side. So exactly. Uh, so the, the thread words, are literally just the link to the song prize fighter by the band, the killers. And then, so the top comment is by Larky 18. It says, I love that Brandon's written a song entirely in admiration of a woman without ever once objectifying or sexualizing her. It's all praise of accomplishments and personal qualities. The only mention of physical appearance is at all is the color of her eyes. This song is a rear beast, a rear beast in the love song department. You know, I didn't even think about that. That's that's kind of true. That I is like, something to appreciate about about prize fighters. There's, the there's, and we can we can confirm during the lyric session, but I do believe it doesn't ever really sexualize this woman main character. No, it, it basically makes her out to be like, you know, a strong, independent woman who don't need no man. Who can who can who can play baseball? And 
uh, architect. <laughs> Is that a verb? <laughs> it can be in your dream, Spencer. Live your truth. Let's start by controversial. Uh, okay. Same post. Same post is the most controversial. Yeah, I mean, it, this is. It seems to be mostly just praise for the song. Yeah, everyone read, but I, I do like this one from Tech Theratrix. Tech Theratrix, who I believe is. Oh, I think that's a, a Key and Peel thing. Yeah, I love yeah. this tune. I think it would have given Battleborn a little pop instead of say maybe a Heart of a Girl. That's is that a name of a song on Battleborn? A Heart of a Girl. Yes. That being said, it works well as a B-side. Song and number most nine. Of the songs is okay, Heart of a Girl. Okay. Shows what we know. That being said, it works well as a B-side. And many and most of the songs on Battleborn are Maybe. probably better than for the most part. However, this is a fun song, and I love playing it when at the gym. Anyone else hear an Ario Speedwagon influence on this one? Hmm. I didn't think about Ario Speedwagon. No, I don't hear it. I also don't really think. There is a band. There is some band that it makes me think of, and I'll I'll definitely text it to you randomly, Spencer. But especially when Brandon gets ranty on this song, I'm like, it sounds like something that I've heard before. I mean, I won't get the text. My phone is uh, I it's on my bed, and I'm sitting in my computer right now. I'm not going to send it to you today. You'll just you'll just randomly think about it mm-hmm. way after this episode, so that we'll never find out. You know what I'm going to do if I remember. Uh, right here, I'm just going to edit in the uh, the band that Michael texts me whenever he does. And if he doesn't text me, I'm just going to leave the awkward silence in. So I'm going to stop talking for a second as like I'm going to edit it in right here. Wow, Michael, that was a surprising band you you compared them to. I truly I enjoyed it. It was great. I know. I know, Spencer. I love doing the podcast. This might, this, <laughs> this might be the dumbest edit I've ever like planned to make. And who knows if we even do it, guys? That's part of the fun of Soul of a Truck. Yeah. Who knows what I even edit? Okay. <laughs> so Next Reddit thread. That part in Prize Fighter. Does anyone else laugh when Brandon sings my piece de resistance? I get visions of Brandon with a chef's hat on in a kitchen. Oh, and the number one comment under best is Jojo the taker who says prize fighter is aware of its own ridiculousness. I Uh, kind of agree. Oh, yeah. No, I agree. This 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 thread definitely there. This song definitely has some self-awareness to it also the thread was posted by watch my shoes 225 (laughs) do you regularly watch your shoes i got new shoes last week what kind just some some new boots Ooh! so you got black tims yeah basically uh it was here here first it was really funny we uh uh, if you don't know, we got snow in Austin about what was it Saturday on Sunday, on Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. And so, you know, I woke up and there was like an inch of snow on the ground. My car was coated in snow and I had to go to the grocery store for some things. And instead of like worrying about it, I brushed the snow off my car, 
drove to the store and then walked in. And it was really funny because I realized when I got there that, you know, everyone was walking around these, this fucking parking lot all gingerly. Cause you know, slippery and icy and shit. And I was just like, I just bought brand new waterproof slip proof fucking boots with steel toes. And I just fucking like strided the fuck in there. It was hilarious. It's like I prepared for this shit. So you just looked like a crazy ass prepper. Yeah. Yeehaw. But it's all coincidence. I just happened to have bought new boots. Oh, man. When you said yeehaw, the image of you with a cowboy hat. If you guys don't know what Spencer looks like, you'd be laughing with me. You're not a cowboy hat guy, Spencer. I'm not a hat guy at all. I hate hats. Yeah, that's true. You would look weird in most hats to me. Yeah. Like if you did wear a hat, it would be like one of those driver caps. Like like one of them little short brim boys with a little dingle dangler. Mm hmm. You know, that I can see. Or a beanie. A beanie is definitely more my speed, but I don't even wear beanies. I don't wear hats. Thank God. Because there's really only one way that could go for you, and it's bad. I mean, you wear the hats. Because you're bald. I do wear the hats. I am a baldman, so I gotta wear hats. It's to protect the pate. Exactly. Exactly. I So, to continue on with this Reddit thread. Yes, sort by controversial. Sort by controversial. Here. Same fucking There's- post. Apparently, yeah. this week, it's just the week of controversial posts that are also the top post. Yeah, I. Uh, it's Jojo the Taker and then Larky says the same thing they say in the other thread. Mm-hmm. Now, the K-Wolf says, <laughs> I love the shakiness in his voice when he sings. And sometimes I have these nightmares in the middle of the day. Oh, boy, we're going to have to talk about that lyric that he says right mm-hmm. after that in a minute, aren't we? Yep. Oh, boy. oh yeah. The lyrics are going to be fun for this one. Oh yeah. There's a Brandon says a word that I don't think people are, you're supposed to say, but we'll get there when we get there. Golden um, guy responded to this one for the K wolf golden guy, four, four, four saying the instrumental change up there also really sells that part. One of the most underrated battleborn tracks upvote both of those. You guys well, got enough vote for me. Well, welcome to welcome to Soul of a Truck, where we have no integrity whatsoever. Uh, how do we have no integrity? Because we're 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 upvoting things on Reddit. You know, we're we're using the power of our. Of I'm, our I'm doing station. this from my personal account. Yeah, yeah, but it's we all know who you are. Everyone knows. And but here's what I I agree. That this is this should this is a good song that probably just didn't make it onto Battleborn because it sounds nothing like the rest of Battleborn. Yeah, that's that's obviously what happened. <laughs> yes, because this is a good song, and if this had come out on like Day and Age or Samstown, it would have made it in. But it just didn't fit. This the would rest not. Of it, like, this would down. not have gone on Samstown. I think this could have been pulled off on Day and Age because of. D- DNA's overall ridiculousness, but no. It could have been on Wonderful Wonderful. No, this is too upbeat for Dub Dub. Dub Dub is a sad album. I don't know, man. Although the man is the man is on Wonderful Wonderful. Oh, I was gonna get to that. There's a post here by My Xanders that says it's like the man, but about a woman. <laughs> Uh, we'll vote. have to verify that with the lyrics. 
That's I'm I'm upvoting that one. I can't upvote. Did I get fucking shadow banned? What the fuck is going on? Oh, the th- I also can't upvote. The thread is archived. Is why we can't, that's why we can't actually. This thread does not exist. Well, son of a bitch. Ha ha. Our integrity is maintained through the power of our own incompetence. What's this third Reddit thread? Let's take a look. Uh, Land of the Free kind of sounds like Prize Fighter by Bones. No, by the Tiger Man. Uh, I disagree. Uh, Tom Calf C92 says, I always thought Wembley Song did a little too. But that's a spoiler for the pod. Sort by mm. controversial. Uh, Small flower prince, zero points, all caps, just wrote, yes! Oh, wait, well, we got a hidden thread. Uh, yeah. Die Train says with a <laughs> negative 19 point fucking <laughs> post, quote, land of the free is trash. <laughs> Hold on, we gotta we gotta read the rest of these. Worst killer song ever, according to Angry Devil ninety seven. And then the Tiger Man responds with "No, you." <sighs> wow, peak of human existence, right there. Yep. Oh man, there's there's a whole thread here about mm-hmm. the overall political leanings of that particular song, which I will not get into. Because we here at Soul of a Truck try to remain frustratingly middle of the road. Not me, but yeah, for Spencer's think, sake, we will. I don't. I don't actually think we 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 really do maintain that. But you know, no, 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 no. I mean, it, though, I, I will say, like, there's really only one way you can think "Land of the Free" is trash. Okay, yeah, I'm no. sure there are people who don't like the music, but. People who think that Land of the Free is trash, it definitely has a political bent to it. You're not saying that because you don't like the music. You're saying that because politically, Brandon says things like, we've got a problem with guns. Yeah. No, so that's the, I know. I, I feel that. But I still think it's a good song. Like, I don't think it is a great song. Land of the Free is a great song. It's a great song. Like, what the hell, guys? It's a it's a but, it's a bop banger. Wow. Hi, welcome to <laughs> Seizure of a Truck. Yeah, I mean, I don't hear it. Yeah, I don't, uh, I don't hear it at all. This I is... don't hear the, the, the similarities. I love both of these songs, but I just don't hear the similarity between this and Land of the Free. Yeah, no, it's, it's completely different. It's a completely different song. Land, Prize Fighter is much brighter, much more. It has a little bit more of a fun sound. Yeah, Land of the Free is upbeat, but it's also solemn. Where's the church and, choir in? Yeah, in, in Prize Fighter. Where's the horns in Land of the Free? Exactly. Land of the Free isn't horny, and Prize Fighter is not churchy. Right. You can't. You can't be horny in church. Yes, you can. You totally can. But I'm saying, for the sake of the pod, and for music. You can't really be you don't want to be horny in your church music. I think I saw horny in church at ACL like maybe 15 years ago. There's number two, guys. 
Spencer will be like, why do people stop listening at 39 minutes in? And, then, and you go to 39 minutes. And it's like, I think I saw Chumba, Chumba Wumba's alternate history band, Chumbla Blumba at, at uh fun, fun, fun fest in 2003. Damn and, rip fun, fun, fun fest. What a great festival. Oh uh, man. Aside rip fucking sound on sound, man. Yeah. Also that, sauce was great too. That was the second time I ever saw the Dead Milkmen. So much better than ACL. I'd We're, much rather go to Sauce or Fun Fun Fun. Than did you ACL. go to Sound on Sound the year it happened? Yes, I did. Oh, really? Well, where the hell were you? Because I went the third day and I ran into Troy and my boss from work. It was really weird. Oh, no. I went on the first day after work. I was still ah, so, so. so you, went on, you went on the wrong day. I did the wrong day. The wrong day, because I, I I was chatting with Troy like almost the the whole time. Oh, Troy! What a what a fest! Yeah, Troy. But, you know, uh, I famous barely... for uh, what's his podcast name? Up and down and all around. Up, up and down and all around. A a platformer podcast. If you guys like platformer games, go check out my boy Troy. Up and down and all around podcast. You could say I make several appearances. You could say we're platforming him right now. Oh, well, uh, I'm pretty eager to get into this next Reddit thread because <laughs> it's fucking batshit. Okay, here we go. All right. <laughs> so, oh, boy. <laughs> Why? Okay, so the title of this thread, and I haven't even clicked it, just says prize fighter versus killer queen. Who, baby? Let's see how this and here's goes. The, here's the text. Okay, Has so... Has anyone else been struck by the similarities between Prize Fighter and Queen's classic Killer Queen? The first time I heard Prize Fighter, I instantly thought, hey, this is Killer Queen, but about a wife instead of a courtesan. Both songs are about admiration for a woman. Both songs simply list attributes of their leading lady in the verses, though... Prize Fighter is much more hyperbolic. The only thing Killer Queen has that I wish Prize Fighter has had is an awesome guitar solo. Yes, the lyrics of Prize Fighter are cheesy, but ultimately I enjoy the song more because I like to think of it as the killer's version of Killer Queen. Hmm. So that's by user Pause. That's by user Long. K Wolf. That's by K Wolf. Yeah. Anyway, who's K appeared in previous threads about Prize Fighter. And the, uh, there's only two comments on this. Sort by controversial. And, <laughs> okay, let's see which one of these is controversial. Same as the top. Every one of these threads was this way. Yeah. Prize Fighter is one of my favorite songs by them. Never thought of it as cheesy. Felt it was romantic. Every woman should have a man like that by her side. Love it. Heart emoji. I now need to go listen to Killer Queen. Evil Plotting Raccoon says... Prize fighter may be cheesy. It's not maybe, it's maybe. But I think it really connects to me because it reminds me of meeting someone who is stunning and knowing you'll do anything and everything in your power to try and be with them. It's it sorta how I take blinded by the light as well. Because okay. you know, wrapped up like a douche, another rubber in the night. I know. <laughs> I know that's not the lyric. I know it's revved up like a deuce, but let me live my truth. Ripped up like a deuce. You know, internet fucking. For the sake. Okay. Here's what I'm going to say about this thread. Wrong. There's 
Killer Queen and Prize Fighter sound nothing alike. I did not get that just, vibe. Just at wrong, all. written in all caps, of course. All caps, wrong. <clears throat> no, there's no way. I do not hear that at all with this song. But I get the similarity between like the lyrics, kind of like being uplifting about a woman. But Killer Queen is incredibly sexual and a lot of innuendo about what this woman is doing to gain power. Uh, you mind if I play Killer Queen in the Watch Together, Spencer? Sure. Go for it. Let's do it. This is for you guys. Watch watch this be like uh, the version where that other guy who isn't Freddie Mercury is singing. <laughs> who came and sang for Queen after, you know, like Adam in, Lambert? Adam Lambert. Yeah. No, this is clearly Freddie Mercury. Yeah, no, it is. We're never going to be able to monetize this episode now. <laughs> She's the killer. Yeah, this is exactly the same song. I hear it. No. Killer Queen is nothing like Prizefighter. I'm sorry, K-Wolf, but you're just getting the themes mixed up for sounding the same or being about the same thing. They're very different. And with that, I think it's time we go to the lyrics. It's time we go to the lyrics. <laughs> Were you making fun of me? So, were you making fun of me? <laughs> wow, Spencer, stereotypical bully from middle school. I don't even know what I'm fucking doing anymore. Like, I'm serious. Yeah, we've truly lost Spencer. It's, we're only like 45 minutes into this, and we've definitely lost Spencer. Okay, so don't worry, guys. I'm gonna carry this. Yeah, you're 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 gonna lift this one up on your shoulders like some sort of fella fighting for a prize, (laughs) a goal winner, a goal winner. So this is Prize Fighter by the band The Killers. Uh, There is no intro. There's nothing. There's nothing about this. Nothing. Nothing at all. Yep. We just get the release date, Um, but we do have annotations, thankfully, so uh, I'll start these lyrics off. She's a pillar by the day, a fire by night. She's a famous architect, like Frank Lloyd Wright. Okay, and that's kind of annotations. Gator Kirsch says, this line is used to express admiration for his partner through a simile comparing her to Wright. Frank Lloyd Wright is arguably the most famous architect of the modern period. Many of the homes he designed go for millions of dollars. Okay. Purely educational. Thank you, Gator Curse. What's what's your favorite Frank Lloyd Wright uh, building, Michael? He built this house that I thought was pretty tight. It had like a waterfall. My brother's uh, been there, actually. Fun that fact. Waterfall house? Yeah, it's it's got a name. Hold on. Let me look at the, the house. Um glamp for a second. Uh, we're here uh, on Google Images trying to find this Frank Lloyd Wright house that Spencer's talking about. It's called Falling I'm Water. Sure. Falling Water. That yes. one's tight. Yeah, my brother has been there. And he, he when it happened, like he texted me all of all of the pictures. It's 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 a gorgeous building, quite frankly. Of course it is. Yeah, of course it is. I mean, Frank Lloyd Wright deserves the praise he's gotten. He influenced an entire generation of architecture. Because if you look at even in this 
even in this picture of uh, falling water here, those windows it's, that are like it's, lattice. It's, it's falling water. All one word. Falling water. Exactly. Falling water. Uh, a lot of modern buildings that I saw being built, like, you know, new structures built while I was alive, mirror a lot of these design choices that Frank Lloyd Wright pioneered or made famous. So what an icon. Thanks, Brandon, for comparing Tana to Frank Lloyd Wright, you know, or whoever the partner is in Prizefighter. I prefer the Guggenheim Museum. Thank you. Well, Spencer. Or as, or as, or as I call it, the Goog. The Goog. The Goog. Wow. Let's <laughs> go so continue the lyrics here. We'll just move on from Spencer. When it comes to tightrope walking, she's world renowned. Go Her on. elegance and charm are worthy of praise. And I heard she used to throw for the Oakland A's. How do you feel about the Oakland A's, Michael? Um, are you a baseball I mean, fan? Like, you don't. I, I want, okay, out of all the sports, because I'm, I'm pretty into sports, baseball is on my, like, you know, if it's on and I have nothing else to watch, I'll watch baseball. But otherwise, I'm pretty not pretty much not interested in baseball. Really? I'll what? follow it. Baseball's awesome, though. It, it's okay. I just have a trouble watching it on TV. I love watching it live, but Agreed. I can't really watch it on TV. It's kind of boring. Michael, we should go. Do, do the Round Rock Express still exist? I don't know. Yeah, totally. Dude, we should go to a Round Rock. Killed him. We should go to a Round Rock Express game sometime. Hell yeah. Yeah, dude. Get some hot dogs. You know, go go sit in the cheap seats. There's nothing like the view. Yeah, I mean, that's the best thing about baseball is you don't really need to be all that close. Yeah, because I don't I don't need to be behind home plate. I'm just as happy sitting up in right field. Just just getting lit. Just getting <laughs> getting crunk. Yeah. Drinking dollar beers, screaming at Spencer. Singing prize fighter. I think I saw drunk at a baseball game at, at uh, 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 what's another music festival? Because I've already said three. Bonnaroo. Of them. Bonnaroo. <laughs> I mean, sure, I thought this was supposed three. to be America. <laughs> <laughs> Michael screams as he rips his shirt off and suplexes Singing the security fighter. guard. Guys, if will you guys make the podcast famous if that happens? If I get arrested singing Prize Fighter on the base on a baseball field and end up on ESPN, just please Google Soul of a Truck and listen to all of our episodes and buy all of our DVDs and merch. We're gonna we're gonna we should make a Soul of a Truck like T shirt. It's literally just like it's the Killers Battleborn thing, but it just says Car vs Horse, and then it says <laughs> and it's a link to our 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 Anchor FM page. <laughs> and you wear that to a ba- to like a baseball game, or you could wear it to a soccer game whenever Austin FC comes and plays. There you go. You know, we wear it to that, and then you get thrown out by security. I kind of want the soul of a truck T-shirt to be like a a very chintzy image of Spencer as a ghost coming out of the hood of like a F three fifty. If if you want to, you should draw that. You know, if anyone if anyone wants to draw that, you know, draw it and then tweet it at Soul of a Truck Pot. I have the hiccups again. I would love it. 
Anyway, she works 268 hours a week. I've yet to meet her match. Uh, 268 hours a week, Michael. That's uh, okay. So this annotation says kind of like eight days a week. There are only 168 hours a week. So the killers added exactly 100 more. The hyperbole conveys how hard of a worker she is. Hey, you want to see working? So you want, you want to see something that's really uncomfortable? Yeah. Okay. Hold on. Uh, am I going uh, to watch together? Oh, yes. fuck, I closed the watch together. When did I do that? Uh, I, I don't know. Okay, uh, I think it's yeah. Uh, Glamp for one second. I just got to find this music video. There's Spencer a, says we're not going to be able to monetize this episode because we played a Queen track. Is that is that accurate? Yeah, we're because we played a, no, a clip of Queen. I mean, if not that, then for what I'm about to play. Oh, okay. What is this like? Well, just keep glamping for a second. You'll see. So I'm here looking at these Battleborn tracks and I'm thinking, what's next for us? Oh, here it is. What's the next Battleborn track we're going to do? So it's going to be a bit. Okay. So, so, so this is the most uncomfortably HD thing I've ever seen in my whole life. It's, okay. It's the music video for the song Paperback Writer by the Beatles. Just just look how fucking HD this shit is. Whoa. It's 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 just so uncomfortable because they shot it on film and you can see all of their fucking pores. It's gross. It is very uncomfortably HD. Like like it's so beautifully shot. It's gorgeous. Wow. That's all I we wanted. Should, we to. should dress like the Beatles in paperback writers, Spencer. So blazers and turtlenecks. Yeah. I think I saw blazers and turtlenecks at Lollapalooza. <sighs> at this point, he's just, I feel like I can't say anything weird. I mean, I mean, you, because you called it out, I'm doing it more than, than usual. So it's, yeah. well, I caught on to that. That's yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, anyway, a marvel of modern science. She's a natural born pioneer. I can't make up my mind. Should I put her on display or hide her? That's a weird lyric there. I mean, you know, it's 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 she, he's putting her on a pedestal. Isn't it's, it? Isn't it up to him? Isn't it up to her whether she's on display or hidden? I mean, based on. Based on the previously stated accomplishments, she's already been on display. Definitely. You can't ignore this woman. She's a prize fighter. She's she's just well, no, she's not the prize fighter. According to the chorus. Oh, that's right. I'm going to be her prize fighter. Right. I know that she's out of my league. My uniform has been decreed. I didn't restate prize fighter, but he says it twice. Yeah, you know, everybody, you heard the song, you know what's going on. Yeah. In verse two, she's a daughter of the gods, got a lot of clout. If she's ever in a bind, I'll get her out. She's she's never going to be in a bind. That's like she's I'll forget it. <laughs> and sometimes I have these nightmares in the middle of the day. Oh, God. 
where a haymaking gypsy just steals her away. That's that's I, that is a slur, right? Like we're you're not supposed to say that anymore, right? Yeah. Now gypsies gypsies a no no now, right? Yeah, that's that's like one of them words. We shouldn't even be saying it in the pod. The 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 is it a G slur? What is what is even the the I'm not even going to question it. You know, whatever. Whatever. We're canceled this week. Sorry, everybody. <sighs> Once again, canceled. Shit. The point is, that's a weird fucking lyric. It, like, yeah, it is. And like, But I mean, it does call back to the boxing motif. Haymaker is a, a boxing thing where, you know, you throw a punch with all your bite despite the fact that you're probably, you know, using all your strength to throw it. And uh, so it ties into that whole aspect of a prize fighter boxing, blah, blah, blah. But the slur. Yeah. Necessary. Well, yeah, because, you know, maybe maybe that day, maybe back in it was a different time, Michael. It was a different time. Yeah, 2012 was completely different. And honestly, that's not that wrong. Things have evolved so fast. Yeah, it's, it's in a, our culture. It's it, insane. Yeah, it was a, it was a, it was a more it was a more innocent time. Everybody, right? I think in two thousand nine and two thousand ten, because you know we were talking about TikTok in a recent episode, and I was like, man, that was a completely different time, honestly. And that yeah. was what two thousand ten. So yeah, just ten years. Ten years. Everything's ago. different. What'll it be like in 10 more years when we have the soul of a truck reunion pod 2030 Spencer's got 14 kids. Uh, I have 14 cats and um, soul of a truck is the biggest podcast in the world. It's in VR. And uh, we actually are guest writing on the next killers album uh, TK 10. What's TK10 called? I saw the killers at ACL. I actually saw the killers at ACL. That's the name of TK10. It's it's all three of it's the first statement and then comma. I actually saw them at ACL. No, it's just that I actually saw the killers at ACL because they'll get I've, such a kick out of your constant. Yeah, that's joke. that joke is what makes us famous. Yes. <laughs> I'll be big mad. I will be big mad, guys. If that's what does it. Because the whole time, Spencer, like from the period that he figures out that that's what did it till the end of my life, Spencer will just always I will have this never shit fucking let grin. me live that down. Like that will it's it's fucking over, bud. And I'll just be depressed and rich. Yeah, depressed and rich. That I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think we all strive to be depressed and rich. Anyway, there's no <laughs> doubt about it. No doubt about it. I'm a oh, slave I'll do, I'll do to her shade of love. No doubt about it. One day, Her Majesty the Queen, unprovoked and unforeseen, she's going to fly her over to England, put a sword on her shoulder, and knight her. I fucking love that lyric because he just gets so fucking ranty. It's so right, weird. Exactly. <laughs> It's it, it, and also the idea that the queen is going to like aggressively knight someone like as if it isn't a big ceremony like she, the, the queen is just sitting on the toilet 
reading like a reader's digest and she hears she reads about this woman who pitches for the Oakland A's and works 268 hours a week and she's which like, is impossible. Yeah. But the queen's like so impressed she's like this bitch is a knight. Do an so she just do, do a do an impression of of the queen saying that this bitch ought a knight. And then she'll but just you, stop, fly. Stop, stop. First off, you think the queen both swears and also talks in old English? Yeah, dude, it's England. <laughs> they have they still speak in old English there. I've listened to the Beatles. <laughs> Let me tell thou how ist will be. <laughs> Taxman! Taxman! <laughs> is twain oh. for thee nine twain for me mine taxman stop <laughs> stop it stop it stop I get, want to hold get, thine hand get some help She's going to kick the door down and just knight the shit out of that woman. Can you imagine how scared you'd be since you're just sitting in your room doing your thing? And then the and queen the just queen bursts through the fucking door with a sword. With a sword. And it's like, you're a knight now, bitch. And you're like, yes, ma'am. Like, yes, ma'am. Oh, God. Don't hurt me. <laughs> anyway, so then the uh, chorus happens again. And then verse three. Um, actually, the chorus is different. I'm going to be her prize fighter. No label is going to change where she's from. Uh, I'm going to be her prize fighter and I'm going to be and I'm dancing to the beat of her drum. Or as they would say in England, I am dancing to thine beat of art. Thou her <laughs> Dane of thy drum. lady's drum, thy lady's drum. Fuck you, Michael. <laughs> Stupidest bullshit ever. <laughs> Verse three. Right. She's always on my side, rich or poor. She's with me all the way to the golden door. The golden door refers probably to heaven. Yeah, the golden gates. The golden gates. The golden gate bridge. The they pearly gates. They visit San Francisco. She's with me all the way to San Francisco, the faraway land of San Francisco. You know, if you're going to San Francisco... You should wear some flowers in your hair. Wow. I love that song. My lioness, my beast de resistance. Piece de resistance is a French phrase that translates to piece of resistance. You don't say. You don't say. The expression is often used to dub something as a masterpiece or a prize. If we are being consistent with the title of the track, if we are being, yeah, the phrase was originally used to describe the main course of a meal, but in this case, the songwriter uses it to describe his wife as something remarkable. I don't really see them as being married. I mean, if the song's about Tana, yeah, they're married. I think that's what people are assuming is that it's about Tana. Yeah, I don't. I mean, you know, this could be just a character singing about a woman. Why well, always got to be. <laughs> Why's everything got to be about Brandon? Why's Brandon got to be the the main dude? I, this is my favorite part of the song coming up in verse three. Go where Go. for I'm gonna drive me an El Dorado, the color of her, color of her Monterey eyes, with twin bullet tail lights and plates that read desire. 
Now we have to read the annotations. Uh, there's one for I'm going to drive me an Eldorado. And Eldorado is a Cadillac car, but Eldorado is the city of gold relating to the golden imagery in the last verse. And then the color of her Monterey eyes is also has an annotation. Monterey is a city in California. It's a really beautiful place. He probably had some fond memories of Monterey and equating this girl to this place has some deep meaning. It's pretty romantic. <laughs> and then somebody uh, suggested an improvement. <laughs> Dan Shockley says, correction. The lyrics are the color of her marmalade eyes. Okay. Do we? I'm, I'm almost 100% positive that's wrong. I'm, it I, is I also am. Yes. It's Monterey. Okay. We got to skip to that part in the song. Just yeah. Let's, let's, let's do it. We got to put it <laughs> together. It's going to be pretty far up. Yeah. It's going to be, let's go to 347. Nope. Okay, here we go. Yeah, it's it's, it's definitely Monterey. It's obviously Monterey. What the fuck? Marmalade. Someone's been listening to too many Beatles songs. That sounds like what the Beatles lyric is. (laughs) The color of her marmalade eyes. Also, I'm going to show you, Spencer, this is the first image that comes up when you Google image search marmalade. Can you imagine a person with discolored eyes? Oh, fuck. Just Google marmalade. It's like bright orange. That's what cat eyes look like, you insano person. It's normal. <laughs> perfectly eyes. reasonable. Perfectly reasonable. <laughs> marmalade eyes. No, it is Monterey eyes. Yeah. I, I think Monterey is a color of green, right? Yeah, or blue, like oceany. Oh, maybe it is Monterey blue. Yeah. Mo- oh, yeah. Perfect. It's a car color too. Yeah. Monterey blue. And the reason I like this lyric so much to go back to why I say it's my favorite lyric in the song is because it's it, it's just so out of place. This whole thing has been about this woman and all these positive traits about her and how she's such a badass and how the main character of the song, whether it be Brandon or just the character he's created for the song, who wants to be with Steve. and claim this woman. And then all of a sudden he's like, I'm going to get this badass car too. What's you fucking think about that? Yeah, suck a fuck. <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't have any, like, it doesn't have any, like, he doesn't say I'm going to drive away with her. He just says, I'm going to drive me an Eldorado. That's the same color as her eyes with twin bullet taillights and plates that read desire. <laughs> exactly. Perfectly normal. <laughs> Uh, this is it, it just because in this right here it was when Brandon was like, oh, the song doesn't sound enough like car versus horse. I got to put a car in here. Yeah, but there's no horse. Anyway, I'm going to no horse. I'm going to be her prize fighter. This is the chorus again. Though the weather may be foul, I'm going to be your prize fighter through the wind and the wolves may howl. Though the wind and the and then and then you hear the outro um, prize then, fighter. Well, no, and then you hear that's that's definitely Dave fucking singing yeah. there, singing Prize Fighter there. Prize Fighter. Through the sunshine and through the rain, over and over again. And those are the lyrics, guys. Yeah, those are the lyrics. How do you feel about okay, so we we never talk about this, but now that you know we've kind of at least I have, I don't know about you, but I've kind of learned to like discern. Who's singing the backup vocals? Mm-hmm. 
I think it's definitely Dave. Yeah. Part, Dave. How do you how do you feel about Dave as a backup singer? I think Dave's a great backup singer. He's great. Yeah. I I'm I'm really excited. There's a song that we're going to get to eventually where Dave like full on trolls Brandon is one of the funniest fucking things ever. Uh, that's yes. a, that's a preview, but I'm not going to tell you what song it is, but Michael knows because uh-huh. the moment I saw it, it was like, it was so fucking funny. I love it. Anyway, classic killers moment. Yeah. One of the best anyway. So overall good lyrics, good times, great oldies. It's it's so weird. We we we. This is a full. This is a full stuff episode. Mm-hmm. And with we got with, everything. Yeah, with full stuff. That means this week we've got name the same. Name the covers. same. All right. What's your first name? The same. So this is the artist Greaves and their track Price Fighter. It's beat the bloody puppet? hell out of it, Ben. Look oh, okay. Your pride shattered and all you maybe deny should chill. Cause why don't you search him up and uh, read us some information on Greaves? All right, let me get you some info on Greaves. Down to the bottom of it, you pig headed motherfucker shouldn't start coming because now you're ripping all the pictures off the fridge. Benjamin Laub, better known by his stage name Greaves, is an American artist based in Seattle, Washington. Okay, go on. Uh, Grease released his first album, Irreversible, independently in 2007. Hell yeah. He's released a couple albums. Uh, he's just a pretty pretty seasoned rapper here. A hip-hop artiste. He's like the same age as Brandon. Wow. So he's like 60? Yeah, Brandon's totally 60, Spencer. I knew it. <laughs> Okay. Right, well, there's Greaves. Yeah, that was certainly a song about fighting prizes. Okay, next up we've got the song "Prize Fighter" by the band Eels. Now, something I didn't I do this week because uh, I didn't differentiate between so "Prize Fighter" two words and "Prize Fighter" one word. That's fine. Because you come yeah. in a bar before the guitar kicks in. Some music okay, video. So I come in these guys are recording inside of a house, clearly. Yeah, he's like in a bathroom. That's a bathroom. No, he's in a kitchen. Oh boy, a recurring theme of this month is dudes playing boxes as instruments. That dude's glasses, they look like 3D glasses, or yeah, like... They do. Or like... Yeah, 3D glasses. This, these lyrics are a lot more like the the killer's prize fighter. Yeah. I want to hear him say prize fighter. This Here we time. go. Yeah, there it is. That was good. What did you think of that? That was pretty good. Yeah. Way to go, eels. Eels. Um, okay, so this one, there's a little bit of stuff to it. <coughs> Sorry, I keep going. So this is the song. This is the song Prize Fighter by the band Bush. Oh, whoa. From the science of things. I don't know anything about the band Bush. Explain Bush. Uh, Bush is like uh, a 
a guy, a couple of guys from the UK said, hey, we're going to be Nirvana. And they tried their best to be Nirvana. But but did one of them Kurt Cobain themselves? No. Uh, one of them, the lead singer ended up marrying Gwen Stefani and they had a couple kids. No. Oh. They got married and had a couple of kids? Yeah. What do you... Who do you think I'm kidding, man? Of course they did. <laughs> this was one of this was their later album. That's why I don't know it as well. Because I, I loved 16 Stone and Suitcase, Razorblade Suitcase, right? I think it was oh, the other one. Razorblade Suitcase. Yep. They were edgy. Yeah, I can tell. Has he said prize fighter yet? Because I haven't heard him say prize fighter yet. Nope. This is definitely some Spencer music. Not really. I'm not into this. No, I know. Yeah, I, I was. I was being facetious. Ah. Okay, well I can't hear it anymore. It's gonna it's gonna be a while before he says prize fighter. Yeah, we're anyway. not we're not gonna we're not gonna listen to the whole thing. <laughs> um so but luckily there's a shirtless man in the woods covering this song. Which, oh fuck yeah. Which showed up when I was searching for prize fighter covers. And you know we gotta fucking watch this. So this is yeah, we do. the YouTube channel Lucas Deal Music and his cover of the Bush song Prize Fighter. Look at this fucking Holy dude. shit. Okay, it really is, that, is like a, a dude wearing a button-down shirt that's open, and he's wearing a Cincinnati Reds hat. Hell yeah. He has a tattoo of an arrow on his chest that points straight up to his throat, and his guitar has a moon that is on the uh, body of it. There are <laughs> days I feel for my life This is a Gerwig, but... But... The R is a W. It's a goo woo. <laughs> a goo woo woo. A goo wig. Because he's in the woods. But this dude has. There's a lot of. There's a lot to unpack with this dude. But here, I will say this is that somehow, despite this being a goo, a goo woo, <laughs> this dude. Sounds bet his sound is way better than a lot of people who are in their own fucking room. Yeah, no, this guy's like he sounds really good. His voice is great. Yeah. Okay, okay, we're we're not gonna play this whole thing. I just, I just thought way to it, go, Goo Woo. I just thought it was funny. Okay, so what's this next one we got? Okay, so. Next name the same as the song Prize Fighter by Trisha Yearwood featuring Kelly Clarkson. Oh, this will be weird. I don't know who you I, I know who Kelly Clarkson is, but like I don't know who Trisha Yearwood is. You don't know who Trisha Yearwood is? No, I don't. Pretty famous uh, country artist. Do I look like I look I listen to country music? Yes. You're a cowboy. On a steel horse I ride? Mm-hmm. That piano intro. Oh, this could yeah. be Christian music. I'm excited. I want. We haven't gotten a good Christian song in almost a week. Here you are, face to face. 
two weeks. With your greatest test of faith. Oh, shit. Looking good, but you wouldn't run even if you could. Because you know what's on the line. It's when I lose, do or die. Every swing is coming fast. And the pain oh, yeah. knock you back. There it is. Wow. And that was like all about boxing. So that yeah. probably makes Brandon rock hard, dude. Yeah, no, that was sick. Um, very, very religion. <laughs> that had nothing to do with religion, but I'm pretty sure Trisha Yearwood sang that song. How do I live without you? Oh, yeah, I know that song. How did I hate it? How do I? Did I nail it? How do I live? Guys, we got a special treat for you next. This okay. is one I picked. Yeah, Michael picked something this week. Look at look at this. I did work. For he did. The he did one thing out of all <laughs> the other things. Congratulations! Okay, so this is this. You want to introduce this, or should I just? Yeah, Fake uh, this is it. a song because we're doing the song Prize Fighter. I insisted we had to have a song from Prize Fighter Inferno, who is a side project of a couple of the guys in Coheed and Cambria. Is this the lead it, singer? Is this the side project of Coheed or Cambria? They're, both. <laughs> the Amish. This is the Amish anthem, and it features like electric keys. Yeah. Oh, look, it's it's that dude. He has the really high voice. Yes. The lead singer of Coheed and Cambria. J J Stephen Coheed. Uh, his name is Claudio Sanchez. Von Coheed. What a voice. Is his chin like incredibly clefted? It is. Or does he just have like 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 a weird piercing? No, it's incredibly clefted. Also, I love that the music video, like the camera guys, like artistic choice was out of focus as much as possible. Right. <laughs> oh man. By the way, this song is called uh, <laughs> Who Watches the Watchmen? <laughs> this takes me back, guys. He's he's fucking mugging the camera, though. Oh, that's his, it's a signature of Claudio. Claudio Venucci. <laughs> Claudio Venucci. Italian. He has the Claudio is such a fucking fucking boppity boopity ass name, like for real. Boppity boopity. I mean, what would how would you describe it? Uh not boppity boopity. I'm Italian, by the way. I have agency. But you do, so you have yeah. every right. Yeah, but 
Yeah. So so anyway, that was that was right. that was that was our name the same guys. Yeah, that was our name the same. That was great. Okay, so next let's go to live versions. I'm so happy we got a live version this week. Oh, there's a bunch. I could have I could have done like 15 of them if I wanted to truly make your life a living hell. <laughs> uh, okay. All right, this first one's Dublin. I'm, I'm really excited about the second one because I don't think the second one. I think you misspelled whatever sentence or whatever city you were trying to name is Dublin. We're Dublin. We're going to Dublin. 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 Right, Dublin. 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 This is Dublin. She's a Oh man, this is totally Battleborn Brandon. Yeah, he used to do he used to do this with uh, Samstown. Where he would he would just sit in the piano. You can hear like one girl singing the lyrics. Yeah, you can. Everyone else is like, where's the hits? Where's the hits? Why are they singing Mr. Brightside? Oh, man, this is a short version because this doesn't even get to get to the. There it is. How about this understated intro, too? Yeah, no, it's super chill. It's all piano, slow. None of the other band members are there. It's interesting. Th- all right. Is it the same for what you described as Muchin? Okay, so this is uh so this is the killer's pride fi- fighter. Pride fighter in uh Bling Muchin. Here, just just look. Oh, it's Munchin. Yeah. Munchin. Munchin. Bling. Bling. They have to play Confessions of the King when they're there. Oh, Brandon. Hey. Insulting last night's crowd. Hell yeah. Those last guys were fucking dicks. If I have a band every week, every night, I'm going to just shit on last night's audience. The lighting and like the video quality in this is surprisingly good, considering it's a handheld like, from a, an audience. I guess this is just how they do this song live. Yeah, yeah, and this is the whole song. We're not gonna. We're, we're not. Where, gonna, yeah, they only do the piano. They don't show the. They don't have the drums or anything. I think this one might be different. Let's find out. Okay, skip ahead. So this see. is this is in Columbus. So we got one more here. Here's the next one. Also Germany. Oh, yeah, they have all the dudes. Yep. There's Dave. There's real Dave. There's real Dave. And then is Shadow Dave back there? Ronnie, still, still nothing. Let it happen. Just we're gonna let this one go. And I 
Fuck yeah! What? Fuck yeah! Fuck yeah, Brandon! Fucking... I'm sorry, I, that was so cool. He better do that in every city. Really? How's he? What if he goes to Philadelphia and he does? I mean, he could do the Phillies, but the Phillies doesn't work either. How's he gonna do the Eagles? Because the Columbus Crew is a soccer team. He could do the Sixers. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's a pretty pretty amazing way to go, Brandon. Way to play to the crowd. He still got it. Hell yeah. In 2013. Yeah. I mean, all of these were the same year. Like, it's it's the same tour. Yeah, they clearly, it was just the same, it was just the Battleborn tour. Yeah. BB the tour. The Carver's horse tour. Calver, Cal, Calver's Cal horse? Calver's horse. I'm struggling. Today. Who who wins that fight? Calver's horse? Ooh, yeah. man, if it's a pissed cow, cow. Cow wins pissed Calver's Cal has horse. way more weight. Way more center of gravity. Body mass. I don't know if it's a ripped-ass horse, though. Could be anybody's game. Exactly. Okay, so uh, now we're getting into the cover section, um, and uh, because there is actually a, a cover section this week, I guess we will have an ad, so uh, let's just pause briefly to let an ad play. Uh. All right, covers. Covers. So there wasn't a Nightcore this week, and I was too lazy to make one, because I didn't even finish making the Google Doc until like 10 minutes after I got on the on the mic with Michael, the mic with Mike. Oh, Spencer's just admitting to being a piece of shit. It's true. Like I said, I was taking a nap right before this episode like started. So anyway, so this is uh, two DCC and this isn't a cover per se. It's just a music video where the song plays and it's like video of this dude's dog. So, Michael, I need you to describe what's going on. Go. Okay. Okay, uh, there's a dog. It's like a moving still image. Oh, it's a different dog. And now it's the dogs that we've seen in the previous pictures hugging. Oh, it's a dog on the couch. And it's a baby sleeping on the other dog. Aw. And now Aww, the dog looks surprised. The dog with ears up. And now it's sad. Now it's confused. Now it's got a stick. Now it's got a little American hat on. Oh. Now it's got a bunch of cars on its ass. Why? Now it's got a car on its head. This is the weirdest shit ever, man. Yeah. Like, oh, look at that. It's so cute. Yeah, I mean, I love these pups. Don't Bork, get me wrong. It's not, my criticism is not about the pups. It's about the decision to put the song Prize Fighter by the Killers to a, uh, like, Apple movies montage of your two dogs. Yeah, that's really weird. Okay, so let's see what we got next. Okay, so this is, I think, my favorite cover this week. I'd save this for last, but I didn't care that much. So this is the channel, That Guy's Music Box. And it starts off really Gerwiggy, but it's actually like an inlaid, like, all them, all them. Yeah. You'll, yeah, yeah, yeah. you'll see what I mean. So this is uh, That Guy's Music Box uh, cover of the song Price Fighter.
I like what he's done with the guitar on this one. Yeah, no, it's sick. I think he has a Zelda poster in the background. Oh, and then he harms with himself. I know, I told you. How about that? A lot of echo on the voice. I know, right? Hyther. Be a prize fighter. And I know that she's out of my league. I'm gonna be her prize fighter. My uniform has been decreased. Well, that's very nice, that guy's music box. I, yeah, I really like this one. I think this is super cute. Well done. It's very wholesome. You know, he doesn't. Yeah, very wholesome. I was using that time, by the way, uh, to try to find either a Maximum Power or a Mr. Sun's 10 cover. So that's why I they don't. So if you're wondering why I let that one run so long, that's why. That was a nice cover. It was very nice. No, I agree. That was sick. Okay, so next up, we've got uh, a cover by let's let's copy this and paste it. This is a hundred percent of Gerwig. There's not that many this week, so I just I just said you know what we're gonna bite the bullet and have just a couple of Gerwigs, so Michael can be tortured and then we can mm-hmm. go to final thoughts as we always do. So this is the channel One Fire Music and this person's cover of Prize Fighter. At least I hope it's the killers. It could be Bush. This is by One Fire Music. Yeah. It sounds like this sounds like the killers. He's got a Boise State hat on, I think. Either that or Wyoming. Why? He also has a shirt on that says Dustland, which I believe is a killer shirt. Yep. Do. This guy's good audio. This almost sounds like Christian music. Dude, this song just sounds like worship music. He's really enjoying himself. Like, he looks like he's really having a good time. You know what? I'm I'm just gonna say it. This guy's really good. He doesn't 
you know, he's not overly like fuck me energy. He's just, yeah. You know, he just, went, yeah. he just went up limited, and limited, fuck me. <laughs> limited fuck me. Thank you, Michael. You know, I think I saw limited fuck me at the mall. Actually, uh, they were playing inside of a Wetzel's pretzels. And uh, I'm going to be, I'm going to be honest. I cummed. That was like, that was like six soul of a trick memes, like glued together. (laughs) (laughs) But not really glued, more like they were sewn together while still conscious and they're screaming and crying. Sewn back together wrong. Little Metalocalypse ref for you there, my peds. I've only seen like half of an episode of that show. Is it too, you don't really, you're not really a metal guy, are you? I like power metal. I don't like metal. Yeah. Metal. You like what? Sabaton. Yeah. Sabaton and, and uh, Rhapsody of Fire, a.k.a. Yeah, Rhapsody. Ghost. Ghost. Right? Ghost. Ghost isn't. I mean, they're technically metal, but like. I don't know. They're 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 basically just whatever Blue Oyster Cult is. That's fair. Which is weird because they don't look like they would be like a band that sounds exactly like blue oyster cult, but they're definitely a band that just sounds like blue oyster cult. But unfortunately this is not whatever we would name a ghost podcast. Um, truck of a soul. Shut the fuck up. Okay. So this is the channel, Mike Timoney and his cover of Prize Fighter by the band The Killers. Okay, number two is um Okay. This is Price hardcore Gerwig. Anytime somebody talks to the camera before they start playing, it's um, the, the ultimate Gerwig. Yeah, but this this still might be This might be the Bush song too. That's the intro. Then the drum kicks in boom. And eventually the bass, but the, the rhythm is Oh, oh, this is the Bush song. This is the Bush song. I fucked up. Our last our last one was the wrong Gerwig. The wrong Gerwig. Hold on, hold on, hold on. We'll we'll redeem this. We'll redeem this. Here's a here's okay, so Here's the channel uh, MC Heard and his cover of Prize Fighter. I think this is also the Bush song. I can't yeah, tell. This filter on his this filter on him. Yeah, this is not the killer song. I don't think this is this isn't the this Bush, isn't the song, Bush either. song either. What song is this? Maybe he wrote this song. Hold on, we'll, we'll find we'll find one. Damn it. Um. Uh. Uh. <clears throat> what do you got for us, Spencer? Shut up. I wouldn't need to be alone. Uh, uh, man, now we got it. Spencer Googling things. You know what? You know what? This is just the end. Here. 
Here you go. Here, here. This, this is, is very unconventional, but I love it. This is one more. There's one more. Here's <laughs> one more. This is uh, a bunch of people somewhere. The channel is Jolly Ollie, Ellie like Lily, and it's really Prize Fighter Band Song 2. So this might be a cover <laughs> of Song 2 by Blur, but the band's called Prize Fighter. It doesn't matter. So in the immortal oh, words of Shakespeare, cross in the background. Woo 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 hoo. That's not. This isn't song two. Yeah, this sounds like uh, some like metalcore music. That was Prize Fighter by the band The Killers. Perfect. <laughs> so, Michael. Yep. That was the most chaotic fucking like end of covers. <laughs> I love it. That's my favorite way to do covers. Perfect. It just gives up on the covers. So, Michael. So the song. Yes. So, so what are your final thoughts on the song Prize Fighter by the band The Killers? I love Prize Fighter. I mean, it's it like I mentioned earlier, I know it's a B side, but I think it's only because the vibe doesn't fit with the rest of Battleborn. Carver's horse. I like it. Carver's horse. Uh, I think it's a lot better than several of the songs <laughs> that made it to the final cut listing of Carver's horse. So it's a hidden gem from that album. It's definitely my favorite horny Beatles song by the killers. <laughs> Anyway, as always, thanks for listening. If you like what we do, definitely support us on Patreon and send us a tweet saying that this week's episode was the worst thing you've ever listened to in your whole life or that you loved it. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You know, but that Either way, we'll respond. But our Twitter is at soul of a truck pod. And I'm always there. Always trolling. Always horny. Dead.